I'm saying probably wants to hit it, but Clemson, Notre Dame, no sunshine. I'll leave it at that. Go ahead and roll in that, Sam. Yeah, uh, and what scares me about Clemson is that quarterback, man. That dude is nasty. They're new, they're, they're freshmen, true freshmen, man. Clemson's got just an arsenal still. So even when Trevor Lawrence leaves, uh, they, they're going to be in good hands. They, that kid is nasty. Uh, had Trevor Lawrence been playing, this is a different ball game. It's a different outcome. We're not going into overtime, I believe. I fully believe that. Uh, fully believe this was a preview to the ACC championship. Uh, I don't see Miami making it there. Miami, uh, they'll probably drop one. I don't know if they have Notre Dame on their schedule, but they'll they'll probably drop one uh, one more game. Uh, but yeah, uh, we called it. Y'all listen to us. You win some money. I told y'all Notre Dame was going to win this game, and they did. Uh, that quarterback's got a ton of heart uh, for Notre Dame. I, I was really impressed with how he played. So, yeah, and then uh, that's about all I can say on that one, man. It, the, the, the Irish pulled it off. Uh, once they went to overtime, I started to doubt, and I was like, ah, Clemson's my talent might win out on this one. But, nope, Notre Dame stuck with it. And that, that quarterback's, man, that's just kids got heart. Hey, which leads uh, me, go ahead, man. Which leads me to my next topic. Why is Alabama ranked number one right now? Why are these standings such trash? Why is the bias such garbage right now? Alabama, Alabama. They don't deserve to be the number one team in the nation. Notre Dame just beat the best of the best, right? So why is Alabama number one? Makes no sense to me. No sense unless they're looking at it as all Notre Clemson didn't have Trevor Lawrence. Don't matter. That don't matter. Notre Dame beat the number one team in the nation. They should be the number one team in the nation. Alabama didn't do crap. They was on a bye week. They didn't do nothing this weekend. Alabama does not deserve the number one spot. So, in my opinion, Notre Dame is the number one team in the nation. I won't disagree with that one right now. Notre Dame knocking off Clemson. If they were already ranked number four and Alabama hasn't beaten anybody above them right now, but Notre Dame manages to knock off Clemson, even without sunshine, there is no way, shape, or form that they should not be number one. If you're going to knock off the number one team and you say you're number four in college standing, regardless, that should bump you up to number one, regardless of what is happening at that point in time. I mean, now, if it's like Appalachia State and they're unranked or whatever else and comes in and knocks off number one, got it. It could be a fluke. But if you're maintaining your status as a top five team and still dominating other teams regardless and you knock off the number one team, you should be number one. I mean, Alabama, whatever, got it. Bumped into number two, no way in shape or form should they remain number one. They haven't knocked off any teams like that. What was it? Auburn was the closest one they came to as far as number one? They what? haven't played all the Yeah, they, well. Georgia, they beat Georgia, but, I mean, hell, Florida dominated Georgia this weekend. Which to take away from that power standing regardless. I'm trying to think. Texas A&M, they beat Texas A&M, but other than that, they haven't beat a top-tier team like, like Clemson. In my yeah. Opinion, they – because Clemson would walk the dollar on any team Alabama's played so far. It, it shouldn't even come close. It shouldn't even come close. I mean, the only other team right now that I could see Alabama's about it for the SEC. Yeah. That that's yeah. about it. Clemson's it for the ACC. Yeah. Except for Notre Dame. Yeah. 
Georgia is who we thought they were. Uh, I picked Georgia to win this weekend. I think we both did. I was surprised that Florida beat them so bad. But, uh, again, yeah, Alabama's the best in the, in the SEC. Uh, and then you got Clemson that's in Notre Dame. They are the top-tier programs. And then you got Ohio State who just ran the Rutgers down. And uh, credit to the Rutgers, man, they're playing pretty good. Yeah, but uh, Ohio State and Justin Fields, who I now believe will will be a top contender for the Heisman Trophy. Uh, he should be. I remember watching the stat on that when they said he had eleven touchdowns and only nine completions through three games. I'm like, dude, how you have more touchdowns than you have incompletions? <laughs> yeah. okay. Makes okay. makes no sense. But yeah, like I. Ohio State is literally the only top contender technically right now in the Big Ten. Penn State, which I'll get into them here in a minute, that's just – I don't even know what to say about them. Northwestern, now, on the other hand, has started off on a hot note, but it's Northwestern. Can they keep it up? And do they really, really have a top-tier team to actually put in there, like, at least close to the top ten? Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan is exactly who we said they were, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. I picked two more years for him. Nah, this is going to be his last year, in my opinion. That dude's out. Yeah, he ain't got no choice. I mean, Michigan State gets knocked off. Michigan loses the down. Michigan loses again. Penn State is 0-3. When they were literally dominating last year, like, they're, they're literally being the LSU of the Big Ten right now. <laughs> it, it, it makes no sense. And then you got Pitt. They walked the dog on FSU. I believe I called that. Uh, yep. I said it was closer than what it was, but yeah, Florida State has got a long road. If you're a Florida State fan, you might as well buckle up uh, and, and get used to what I'm seeing because, hey, I represent all day, no matter what, win or lose, but uh, we are trash <laughs> right now. We're going to be trash. And, uh, yeah, I see the Titans. They got that win today. Florida State's done. Uh, they, they've got at least two, three years, and we're stuck with Mike Norville. I know there's a lot of chirping on Twitter about fire Mike, fire Mike. Look, we can't fire Mike Norville. Florida State is broke. They are broke. We are stuck with Mike Norville. He paying Willie Taggart $17 million and then turning around and paying Mike Norville another, you know, probably five, four, five million. So, of course you can't. That's what all the boosters are for and alumni giving money to the colleges in the first place when the students can't even take $5 to go get themselves something at McDonald's, you know, without getting sued pretty much or uh, disciplinary actions on the field. I mean, yeah, they can do it, man. They got the money for it. I think the Saints just scored again, <laughs> by the way. Oh, my goodness. They are just killing Tampa. We was wrong on that one. Really. <laughs> we, 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 we hit hard on the NFL this weekend, but we was killing it on college. Yeah. We, we did drop a couple of them, and some of them were definitely not what we picked. But, I mean, at least going back to the college, if any of y'all are out there wondering why, oh, why, we are not talking about the Big 12, there is a reason for it. It's the same Big 12. The yeah, same with the Big 12. No respect for them. I've got no respect for either conference. No. It's, it's not even that they are all bad. Don't get me wrong. Some of them have potential. Yes, but are they anywhere near top five potential? Not at all. Shout out to Oklahoma State for beating Kansas State. I don't know if that certain person is watching right now, but 
Yeah, exactly. Hey. Jeffrey Smitherman, exactly. There's nothing to talk about with the Big 12 and Impact. Impact There's nothing. Big 10, ACC, and SEC. That's where it's at. That is the tops uh, of the top. And uh, which this year, I think the ACC is really the only division that's got two teams that are top tier, which is Notre Dame. They're an exception. This The COVID thing forced them to join the ACC for this year. Will that stick next year? Who knows? Uh, but they should. Uh, they should. They've always been non-conference on anything. I mean, they haven't joined any kind of conference, which always begged me to differ. Like, how can you really get any kind of high-ranking system if it's going by conference-wise? But yet, you're a non-conference team. But yet, still, um, you know, getting nods for top ten, top four, and everything else. I mean, it makes no sense whatsoever. But yeah, I fully agree. Fully agree. Um, yeah, you got anything else you want to touch on in college? Uh, I think we about hit the nail on the head with it. Uh, um, yeah, the rankings are garbage. Uh, I think Ohio State would beat Bama right now. I think Bama would probably beat Notre Dame, to be honest, because I think Bama's defense is top-notch and they shut down that running game. But uh, I don't think Bama can beat Clemson. So, shouldn't be right yeah. number one. I mean, the only one I would hit would be the Heisman talk. I mean, it's not too many candidates for it. I mean, the top two probably are still Sunshine, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields, which is probably giving him a hard, hard push for that number one already as it is, considering the way he's been performing. I mean, other than that, maybe a few running backs. I think, I think if Justin Fields keeps performing the way he's performing, he will, he'll be the Heisman winner because I think it's going to hurt Trevor to have uh, – the two games he's missed with COVID, so. Yeah, that almost puts him on even ground, though, considering Ohio State started late. I will say um, I will throw one receiver up in this mix that I have been impressed with just watching him, even though his team is 0-3. Number five for Penn State, Dotson. Even playing the teams that he has played so far. That dude has had monster games for no reason with some spectacular catches. Granted, two of those were against Ohio State, but the dude has had monster games. He, I see him being on the Heisman list. If he is not, then something's possibly wrong. But I haven't seen anybody shut him down. He's pretty much Megatron and OBJ and every single defender discard him right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that kid's he's been pretty dominant, even though uh, Penn State, like you said, is 0-3. Uh, that kid has got some major talent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, overall, yeah. I mean, most of these college games, yeah, we called. I mean, there's not a whole bunch to say. I mean, we pretty much wrapped up every single thing that has happened on that one. I mean, unless you really want us to get into details on team-specific chats whatsoever. I mean, but we're not doing our podcast for one specific team. We're talking all college all NFL. That's what we do. We're not sitting here showing complete favoritism, even though we got our teams now, OSU, Titans, Florida State, Rams, I mean, but we love sports, so this is what we're doing. Y'all want us to switch it up a little bit, y'all gonna have to leave us some feedback so That's we can right. get on that. No feedback, this is what we gonna stick to. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And and I, speaking of my Rams, I think they, even though they were off this weekend, they did have a pretty good weekend. Uh, the Cardinals lost, Seattle lost, San Francisco lost. Uh, so San Francisco got yeah. smashed. Mm-hmm. So 
So, all right, then fine. We'll we'll go into it. I mean, we hit y'all with some of the highlights. Um, I will take it to my most surprising game right now of the week, or at least of today. Dallas and Pittsburgh. I, I, the fact that Dallas was up in the fourth quarter, nineteen to nine, entering in the fourth quarter against Pittsburgh, this undefeated. He would say, "I was surprised. I was rooting for Dallas, honestly, on that part of it, considering what they've had happen to them. I was rooting for Dallas." Don't get me wrong. I know I got some Steeler fans out there, possibly Roslyn Jackson. I mean, you know, she's probably going to get me later on. <laughs> Stacy, I know, Murdoch also, but I was rooting for Dallas, hands down. <laughs> but then I, yeah, I will that, go for it. That was a shocking uh, score, uh, but Steelers pulled it off, so – Tip of the hat, still undefeated. Uh, Cowboys came to play though, and so you can't can't knock them. Can't knock Dallas this weekend. They came to play. Yeah, the Titans came to play as well. They shut oh, the yeah. uh, Bears. What was it, twenty four seventeen? Yep. They. I will say this much again. Apparently, the referees did not like the Titans. Apparently, given personal fouls for hitting receivers with your body while they're trying to catch the ball is a personal foul now. So I'm going to go back to back two weeks. Referees suck. And the fact that they were sitting here blowing the calls, did they have an actual outfit, uh, effect on the game? Like, not completely. But if there had been one more quarter, maybe. But when they call it, it's big, big calls. Literally, I forgot who it was. I want to say it's Allen Robinson cutting across the middle. He had the DB stuck on his back when he called it. Other DB came over, literally threw his body into him. No helmet, no shoulder, literally hit him, knocked the ball loose. They called it hitting the defenseless receiver. And the game, the game's going soft. College and NFL both is going soft. The crack, the crack back blocks illegal now. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not a big fan of where the sport's headed. I mean, protect the players, yeah. Yeah. Take those headshots, but we want to see the big hits. That's what you love about football. You know, the Steve Atwaters, the Ryan yeah. Lott. Give yeah. me that. I love that. That's what I grew up on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me those hits, man. And it sucks to see that they are going the direction they're going and just softening up the sport so much. Like I said, it, it started with Brady. It honestly started with Brady. When they start throwing in the whole quarterback attack rule, Steeler fans do not get mad at me on this one whatsoever, but I will call out the referee on this one also. Jalen Smith busted the line, but he still gets sandwiched in between three offensive linemen. And as he's reaching for the quarterback, he brushes Ben Roethlisberger's helmet. Brushes, not hit, doesn't pull, doesn't grab his face mask, but brushes his helmet down to his chest, roughing the passer call. And then I turn around and watch about four or five plays later after they score, which happened to make them get penalties on two consecutive third downs, which gave them first down, which put them in touchdown slash field goal range. I, I watched that one happen. Then I watch Garrett sitting here throwing the ball. And oh, who was it? Who was it? Who was it from the Steelers? I can't think if it was White or um, 
whoever the other defense in, maybe Bud Dupree or someone else, literally goes for the quarterback, scrambles about falls, and then hits the quarterback in the leg as he's throwing the ball. No penalty. Watch him do a horse collar on him. And that was actually on Cameron Hayward. He actually done a horse collar on him for a sack towards the end of the game. No penalty. So my thing is, when is it actually going to be, I guess you could say, not biased on the team or favoritism for certain players? When is it actually just going to be, if this is what it is, this is what it is. If it's roughing the passer, it's roughing the passer. If it's defensive pass appearance, it's pass interference. If it's a personal foul, it's a personal foul. When is it going to be even, though, overall for the NFL? Versus, oh, this is Tom Brady. He, he got it. No. I mean, that's the part I'm hating. That's the softness. Yeah, I fully agree. And speaking of Tom Brady, he is being smoked right now. It is 28 nothing. Eight minutes to go still in the second quarter. Uh, they are getting whipped Ooh. right now. 28. God. See? Yep, Saints just got an interception. And then Breeze took him down. Uh, uh, number seven for the Saints. What is it? Uh, King? I can't, can't remember that name, guy's name. The quarterback slash hybrid tight end, running back, wide receiver, kick returner, whatever you want to call that it. That old school NCAA football athlete. Just call it athlete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just took it down to the one, and Alvin Kamara just snuck in the end zone. So if you got Breeze this week and you got uh, Kamara playing this week for you, you're doing good in fantasy. Uh, Breeze yeah. is starting from, from my team right now, so True. we beating down some a certain person. <laughs> I've seen that one happening. And, yes, Vanessa Griffin, you did call Saints. I remember seeing that one, so shout out for that one. You yeah. called the Saints, even though we kind of – yeah, we dropped the ball on that one. We were leaning towards Tom Brady the way he has been playing. But like I said, this week has been a bunch of upsets. It has. Speaking of what upsets, who would have thought Miami beat Arizona? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Arizona doesn't have much defense, in my opinion, though. So, I'm not impressed. Yeah. Tua still had not impressed me. He's going to have to – he's going to have to – play a real team until I and then I'll be impressed I mean the Rams defense shut him down yeah so. that's true that's true I mean he did step it up from what he done against the Rams he barely even he didn't even have 100 yards passing this game he had like 248 and two touchdowns but I mean the way Arizona have been playing I mean I would have not expected Miami to actually come in and knock them off that's true, that's true. I mean if you just still have Fitzpatrick Maybe if it still fits Patrick back there, that would have been a nice little toss-up. I would have probably gave Miami the benefit of the doubt, but yeah, it, they're not stopping their their quarterback though either. Their quarterback pretty much dominated the game. Um, who else did we have? What, what other game was? Ooh, you touched on it earlier, Sam. Bills and the Seahawks. Yep, that we missed that one big time and. Josh Allen is the real deal. 282 yards passing, three touchdowns before halftime. I don't uh I don't know his stats after half. I'll yeah. have to look that up real quick. But man, did he dominate that first half and that against a top notch Seattle defense at that. So very surprising win. Uh he I didn't definitely that came back. The Bills are the Bills are gonna they're gonna push the the uh, AFC. They're gonna make a push for the championship and the Super Bowl run. I just that kid, you can't knock him. You can't keep him down. 
No, no. If he goes down, though, they're going to be like Clemson almost, though, and just be like, <laughs> like what do we do? Like, it's it's going to be bad. But, yeah. Yeah, Allen was a beast, though. I can't, I can't disagree with that one. I mean, the running game is not so strong, but Allen is doing Allen things right now, and it's definitely destroying every team they play. They had those two bad weeks, and then this week they came back and said, all right, quit playing around now. Let's get in. Let's get this done. They knocked off Seattle. Russell Wilson tried to make a comeback at halftime, and then Allen said, no, thank you. You, you go sit back over here. I got this. This is my team right now, my game. Um, Green Bay won theirs, demolished 49ers. Green Bay dominated. And just real quick, Josh Allen, this, this is amazing stats, by the way, against the Seattle defense. 31 for 38, 415 yards, 81.6 completion at, uh, percentage. Average yards, 10.9, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions was sacked seven times but still pulled off that type of performance hey tip my hat to him kids that's that's not bad at all that is dominating the only other there haven't really been too many quarterbacks that throw 400 yards a season that prescott was one of the few i mean um i don't think tom brady's in seattle the game was in seattle correct yep yeah see that's not that's not an easy thing to do that's very, very that, – that, that speaks volumes. Josh Allen may be the NFL MVP this year. That's a good push because it ain't Lamar Jackson right now, not the way he's playing. It definitely Madden ain't curse. Lamar. Hey, Madden curse, where's he at, man? He ain't even watching. <laughs> Madden curse and Chris curse. So, if you got Lamar Jackson on your team, Chris Thompson picked him up in the draft. We'll Killed him. Explain the Chris curse one day to everybody, but look, he's still Lamar Jackson's career now. That's all I want to tell you. Yep, he sure did. He surely did. Did the Chiefs, did the Chiefs win today, or did they lose? Um, they pulled it off right at the fourth yeah. quarter. Um, Carolina had the ball. Yeah, but Carolina, man, they. I think they're going to do all right. Uh, I think they need to. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater's the answer. I think they need a, a different quarterback, but. He's getting it done, though, honestly, right now for them. He really is. Uh, I dropped him this morning and picked up Derek Carr because I thought Carr was going to have a field day against the Chargers, which the Raiders did pull that win off. But Nope. Uh, yeah, he, nope. he didn't do much for me today. So, but. Yeah. C-Mac was back, though, so I know some of y'all are really, really happy on that one. But, yeah, it was Carolina had a chance fourth quarter. I mean, down, they got the ball back like 14 seconds left, a field goal, and the dude just missed it. That was it. But at the start of it, Carolina was dominating the Chiefs. And then you see Mahomes doing Mahomes things and just come back and just get the win. I mean, he done what we were expecting Russell Wilson to do, I mean. Exactly. Yeah. And then what about – what about Dalvin Cook today? Man. Dalvin, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about Dalvin Cook. Look here. Look here, bud. <laughs> best running back in the NFL right now. And I would debate anybody on this. Dalvin Cook is the best running back in the NFL. He broke a 70-yard touchdown late, uh, I believe, in the third or fourth quarter. He had a rushing touchdown or two in the first quarter, in the second, first half. Uh, I believe his stats in the first half were 70-something rushing yards and 60-something receiving yards. 
Dalvin Cook is a beast. He is the best running back in the NFL, hands down. Bump Derrick Henry. We ain't nobody talking about that old washed up Alabama trash, even though he's a Titan. I hate to tell you that, Griff. <sighs> Can't be talking about Titans like that. The Titans got a better record. They're winning. We got hey Vikings got Kirk Cousins. We ain't talking about records. Best quarterback ever to come out of any kind of school. You know that he was a million dollar man. Kirk Cousins, million dollar man. That's wasted. They could pay me ten dollars. He replaced Robert Griffin, man. I mean, Robert Griffin was one of the number one picks in the draft. And you're gonna tell me Kirk Cousins beating him out doesn't say much? Kirk Cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Higgs production with a different quarterback, Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs is like number one or two receiver in the country right now. True. Um, and that's why, feeling, man, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see him get away from either Minnesota or see uh, uh, Kirk Cousins finally get cut in Minnesota, get a good quarterback because uh, teams don't fear him. They don't worry about Kirk Cousins. They worry about Dalvin. They worry about the ball getting into Thielen's hands. But uh, I think the deal needs to be traded to the Titans and pair him with AJ Brown. That's what I think. Hey, hey that'd be a good uh, that'd be a good pickup for the Titans. Oh yeah. Let's see who else won today? Uh, uh, the Falcons. They, I, I touched on this, and I believe you and uh Ty Bass commented on my post. Denver's defense, man, without Von Miller, they are just garbage right now. And then Ty Bass brought up some interesting points that I didn't look at. Uh, a lot of the Broncos starting secondaries out, but yeah, and they they made Matt Ryan look like Joe Montana today. True, true, and they still about lost the game, twenty seven to thirty four. <laughs> and they was still about lost. I know they was up big in the first half. Yeah, but Matt Ryan, I, I think he's still done. I mean, they didn't have Calvin Ridley, which possibly would have made a little bit of a difference, but. I will say this much about Denver. Denver has been pretty much bad this year, but there really has not been a team that's come in and slapped them in the mouth, though. No, no, there hasn't. And and Jerry Judy, I think he's going to be a good receiver. That dude's um, got some feet. Yeah, he's 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 talented, definitely talented. Even though I hate to say that about a former Bama player. I was about to ask, where did he come from? <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Von Miller's a key piece, and he's the leader of that defense. And so getting him back is going to be big next year because he's out for the season, correct? Yeah, he's gone. He had foot surgery. He ain't going to be back until next year. Um, I guess last game I'll probably talk about tonight, man, would be I'll take it down to the AFC South. We'll go Houston and Jackson. Then I'm not even going to really touch on Baltimore and Indy. That was – pretty much expected from Baltimore to knock off Indy. But the only reason, the only reason I'm going to talk about Houston and Jacksonville is Jacksonville putting a new quarterback. Oh, Mustache Minshew was pretty much on the bench. And then you got Houston after the firing of Phil O'Brien has started to show signs of life. They did knock off Jacksonville, which is not saying a whole bunch, but – Will Fuller's been active. Uh, Watson's been active. Defense is doing a little bit better. I mean, their offense is almost clicking. So, I mean, in this case, I'll say coaching says a lot. They're still at the bottom of the division with Titans on top and Colts next, but 
Do you really think it was that big of a deal of Bill Bryan being fired, though? Yeah, I, I think he caused a lot of division in that locker room. I mean, you, your best wide receiver wanted out of there, and now he's with the Cardinals. Uh, so Bill O'Brien, man, he that was a good move. But if you notice too, Atlanta's playing better ever since they fired uh, their coach. That's true too. Maybe That's the true. Jets, maybe the Jets could take a lesson. We're <laughs> Dallas right now. Even though they just you know got McCarthy, but I mean, I will say this one also: the Giants. They're starting to come on, even though, I mean, they're, they're missing Barkley. Wayne Gallman is pretty much their underdog right now who's kind of carrying their teams along with Daniel Jones. Today, I think, was the first day I didn't see Darius Slayton getting a whole bunch of yards like he normally would. But they came in, got revenge on Washington, who beat the brakes off them the first game of the season. So the Giants might be getting out of that top three pick if they keep up at this rate at least. So, But, you know, I think you you lose a key player like Barkley, right? And your offense is built around somebody like that. So now you kind of have to reshape your offense and build it around Jones, right? Yeah. And your your top receivers. So um, I can't really knock the Giants, and it's the same with the Cowboys. You built your your team around Dak, and now Dak's out, and then you're going to watch your Dak on the fourth string quarterback Dak up near. Uh, I had to look and see who that was. Who in the world is Garrett? What? Yeah, who? I, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I, it, it's tough, man. It's, uh, being a coach is tough when you got a when you have a key player like Barkley, and then all of a sudden he goes down. Well, that's that's normally an average of five yards a carry. So yeah. now you kind of move away from your running game a little bit and go more to passing and and then you got to put a lot of weight on your defense to hope they keep you in the game. So, uh, hats off to the Giants, though. I agree with you. They are improving. Yeah, which therefore is just going to confuse that whole division a lot more. I mean, Philadelphia is probably sitting at the top of it right now. But, yes, the rest of it, they kind of – they got to. Um, yeah, that division Saints is still horrible. 35 nothing before halftime, man. That Saints might drop a 60-burger on Tampa Bay. Did they do the, hey, I hope they put Jameis in and he throws a couple of touchdowns. <laughs> I would, they probably need to do the uh, mad mercy rule. Like, mercy rule, like 21 nothing. You get one more possession. If you ain't scored, just call a game. <laughs> Granted, it, it ain't the same because all the dynamics sit there and change. I mean, player goes down, goes down. But, yo, you know how mad Brady is right now? <laughs> oh, yeah, that dude's pissed on the sidelines. Pissed. We ain't even hit two minutes yet. Saints are almost inside the 20. They're about to be in the red zone. They'll end up scoring. God, is this just a premonition? I mean, they struggled with the Giants for one. And now Drew Brees comes back in. I haven't even watched it. Is Michael Thomas even playing? Yep, Michael Thomas just had a big catch. Oh, well, there you go. That explains it all right there. Drew Brees got Michael Thomas back. Taysom Hill has really been making some dynamic plays. Um, So, and that's the quarterback. I couldn't remember his name, but uh, Scott Belcher threw it in there earlier into the chat. So, yeah, Yeah. uh, the Saints all around, their defense came to play. They are, they hit Brady a lot. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, Antonio Brown's in the game. Oh, I'm about to tune into this one. I've been sitting there doing this part of the podcast as as can be, but, man, I'm missing some stuff now. (laughs) He saved the pick. 
can tell you that. Antonio had to play some defense his very first pass to him. He had to say he saved a pick. So good for him. Good for him. At least he's back in. Don't get me wrong. It's Brown pretty much possibly a semi-cancer, maybe, depending on how the NFL looks at him or whichever team looks at him. It's a possibility. But I loved watching Antonio Brown play. I mean, I did. Hands down. They, I mean, the dude. did bring up in the pod, uh, the, the broadcast tonight, uh, Brown, uh, what's, what's the coach Tempe's name? Whatever, it don't matter. But he didn't want to bring Brown at all. Uh, Tom Brady has been pushing for Brown since March is what they were saying in the broadcast. And he thought Brown was a cancer and didn't want him back. Uh, but then all of a sudden, a couple of key receivers got hurt at Tampa. And he said he went and talked to Brown. And he said this is a much more mature Brown than – Yeah, okay. Well, well, but he will be – if he's found guilty of that sexual assault thing against his trainer, he is off the team. Yep. Yep. And Brown was on some other stuff here lately. So, I mean, that – it can be a good pickup for Tampa. Speaking of good pickup, this is the last one I'm going to say. My Titans fans that are out there, welcome, welcome, welcome Desmond King to that tight up defense. Welcome Desmond King. <laughs> he snatched that phone to the house, man. Go, go. You, you come over for one week and you already scored a touchdown on defense. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Definitely, definitely like a highlight on that one. To um, somebody else, sorry, your Bears lost them, um, but Savage Sports Podcast called it. That's it. We called it. <laughs> we called a lot of the college. I mean, I'm telling you, y'all passed the word. If, the, if people want to win some money, uh, listen to us. We don't do the betting lines or anything, but if you're betting straight up, listen to us. I'm telling you, on college ball, I know my college ball. Uh, Griff yep. is our NFL guru. I'm more of the college man, but. Oh, yeah. i definitely pull you some history out of the college with it. But, yeah, we talk about point spreads on some of them. I mean, hit or miss. I think this week we were pretty much pretty accurate on some point spreads as far as it went. But definitely on straight-up picks, yeah. If it was 10 games that we picked, we pretty much hit 9 out of 10 of those, except for NFL. NFL has some stuff that kind of went completely sideways today. <laughs> I think the only thing we knew was going to happen right in the NFL was that Green Bay was going to smack the 49ers. But I yeah. did not see that. Thanks team dominating Tampa the way they are right now. Yeah. Green Bay took them out to dinner and made them pay the bill. <laughs> but, I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't think we're going to take up too much of y'all's time tonight. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody wants to watch Drew Brees finish off Tom Brady for the second time. Not one, but two. Two times which is possibly going to be a big decision factor whenever it comes to the playoffs. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's going to happen. It, it's going to happen. Right now, um, AFC, I would say Kansas City, Pittsburgh, definitely, Baltimore, Titans. And the other two teams is pretty much a, a toss-up. Colts might make it into that little window, but, I mean, it's a toss-up for the rest of the teams that are at least looking at playoff wild – well, buys or wild cards, whichever way you want to call it. NFC, Tampa, Saints, um, Green Bay, Seattle. I'm going to throw the Cardinals. Yeah, and I think Rams will be in the picture, too, if Jared Goff will get – if he'll quit doing this, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, one week he plays excellent, next week he doesn't. Uh, 
But I yeah. think the Rams will be in there too. Uh, I think Saints. they're getting there. Saints about to go up 31 to nothing, kicking a field goal now. Lutz ain't gonna miss, and it is good. 31 nothing. New Orleans. Oh. Who that? Who that nation's happy right now? Who that? I saw Josh Barker in there earlier talking about who that coming here. Yep, I got you on that one. Oh, I forgot for one for you, Buffalo. I can't sleep on Buffalo right now. I think they're gonna no, make Buffalo, it also. I can't sleep on Buffalo at all. No. Uh, I think I think Buffalo will they're gonna make a run for the AFC championship. I think it'll be them and Pittsburgh. Nice pit. Nice pit. I can't go against I'll, the Titans. Hey, the Titans, they just got to kind of get it completely together, right? They're still missing some pieces. And I think once they they get it good and rolling towards the end of the season, they'll be there. But right now, Buffalo and Pittsburgh are your two best teams in AFC. Yeah, I will say this, aside from Green Bay, the Saints, and Seattle, as far as having like the most high powered offense goes though, that one definitely goes to Pittsburgh, um, Buffalo right now, and Kansas City. Three of those high powered teams are literally in AFC, which is gonna give some defense and fits regardless of however it looks. I mean, the only saving grace they got is if they play a team and they have and Derrick Henry does what he done to the Pats, just running into the ground on them and don't give them a chance to get on the field. But other than that, it's, it's going to be some high-scoring games whenever it comes to the playoffs. Very true. And from the looks of it, uh, speaking of the Pats, they play tomorrow night with the Jets. Uh, you want to pick that? I'm going Pats on that game. Oh. It looks like Belichick needs Brady and Brady needs Belichick. I don't even know how I want to pick this one right now. I mean, it is the Jets for one, but the way this week has been going. AB just made a catch. Um, all right. I'm 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 gonna have to take the Jets just because of the way this week has been going. Apparently, any underdog team is just saying like, "Hey, don't don't cut us out yet." Yeah. And they at least want to show some life so that way you can get sunshine, a chance to come over there, and maybe he'll change his mind. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, yeah Patriots gonna win this. I'm pretty sure they're going to win, too, but I'm, I'm going to put my five on the Jets, though. All right. Just because. I can respect it. This has been a wild week for the NFL. Like I said, I mean, New Orleans literally up 31 nothing before yeah. halftime. I did not see that. And Brady just threw a pick. <laughs> did he throw a pick last time they played? <laughs> yeah, this is the second interception of the game. So, yeah. you know, Brady's playing horrible right now. Saints just picked it. 57 seconds left for half. Come on, I, I think Sean Payton should just go ahead and run it down the throat, get get uh, seven more on the board, let Drew Brees hey, in and out. It happens. Oh, side note, Stets have been better without Le'Veon Bell. True. Very true. Pittsburgh players are just cancerous, I tell you. Unless they're in Pittsburgh, they're cancer. Yeah, and that's and that's a that's a thing, man. I think if you got a cancerous culture, it affects your team majorly. Yeah, I, I, I'll be dead honest with you. That's Florida State's problem. Watch a full game of Florida State football. They give up. Once they get down, they give up. They throw in the hat. The yeah. whole locker room cancer. Mm-mm-mm. Can't believe Williams went and picked Brady off like that. But, yes, I agree. Florida State, they'll get there. They'll get there. Give them a couple of years. I mean, yeah, it's going to take time. FSU's going to take time. They need a lot of time, honestly. Yeah. They need 
They need three to four years. You need a complete cleaning of that locker room. Stars, when you're recruiting, shouldn't matter anymore. Throw the stars out the window. Go Take that player that doesn't have all those people trying to recruit them and get that one that's probably destined to go to, like, Appalachia State or something like that and be like, come on, just give it a try. Just come on up. Just get, get that kid that's going to be a leader, that's going to step up when it's time to step up. I mean, if you look in the NFL, there are more three-stars still playing than there are four or five-stars. Get that kid with a chip on his shoulder that's pissed because he knows he's a five-star talent, but they disrespect him. Go I'm find just that. saying, if he's got a chip on his shoulder, that just means he's a messy eater. Very true. Well, <laughs> I think that's about wraps it up for the Savage Sports Pod. We appreciate y'all listening. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to catch us tonight live, don't forget you can watch us on Facebook. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube. We are we are on Spotify. Uh, yep. and other various networks still working on the uh, iTunes, uh, but we will get there shortly. Uh, still emailing and trying to get that worked out. Uh, but we do thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, shout out to our top fan, Miss Griffey. Thank you for, for always being here. Miss uh, Jackson, uh, thank you for, for always watching. Uh, Scott yeah. Belch, all, the, all you guys that tuned in tonight, we thank you. Thank you for the support. Don't forget to share us. Uh, if you know people that just love sports, share us away. We we don't do politics. We don't do the BS on here. We just straight – we talk straight sports uh, because that's what we love. And that's that. that. Hey, football is football regardless. Right. I'll, even, I'll even root against my own team occasionally. I'm like, oh, man, that was a good play. Like, he, he literally burnt him. It was busted coverage, but it was a good play. But, hey, if it's a good sport, if it's a good play, we'll call it. We might not be happy as it gets our team, but we'll call it. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely shout out to everybody that has been coming in. Um, last one, a little special shout out. Yes, Miss Griffey helps manage our page, post up a couple little things for us and everything. So definitely essential to what we're doing. So, but. I'm going to throw one more thing out there. Josh Allen or Dalvin Cook will be the NFL MVP. Good guys, stay healthy first. Hey, Dalvin's on the road. Dalvin's will stay healthy. He's good this year. I told it. I called it. It was his breakout season. I said this is Dalvin's breakout year. So get ready. I'll go on board on that. I will. I will get on board on that one. Those two definitely are taking it right now. I mean, yeah, they they got it. it it's gonna be either one of those two. I mean, I don't see anybody else really really taking it. Nobody else has really stepped up at least on a consistent basis like they have. So. Yeah, definitely. But, hey, everybody, definitely tune in. Watch us. We'll be live on Wednesday night, uh, zero, well, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And then Thursday, we'll be live also 9 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to hit you with your NCAA football, and then we're going to hit you up with your NFL football also. And then Sunday, same thing. So definitely tune in. Keep on watching us. Um, Leave us some feedback again if you got time to. If not, hey, it's all good. We're going to keep on rolling how we roll. But if you want to hear some other stuff, then you got to let us know. Other than that, correct, correct. hey, yep. Other than that, everybody, hey, y'all have a good night. Let's finish watching these Saints whoop up on them. I was about to say these Pats, but these Buccaneers. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all take care. And again, thanks for tuning in. All right. Good night. <laughs>